tribulation no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, head pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. I'm going to show you the 101 ways to build and strengthen and enhance your relationship. The 101 ways to build, strengthen, and enhance your relationship. I don't know where I can end, but I'll start at least. I'll give you 101 where I'll end. I'll end. The first thing you should do, or you should understand as far as announcing your relationship is concerned, is to start over. To start over. And I will explain. To start over. S-T-A-R-T. Start over. Start over. Start over. When couples first get together, Anytime you see couples coming together for the first time, there is some kind of euphoria of love because they have certain understanding before they decided to come together. And whenever somebody says, I love you, it's not faking at that particular time. It is a pure love. Even if he's trying to, to play around it or to joke with it because of what is looking f- from you, at least there is some kind of attachment because something is really driving the person into it too. It can sometimes be last or it can be genuine. But whichever way it is, when he says I love you, there is something that is consuming me at that time to be able to get you. So if he says I love you and it's because it's about last and he wants to have sex with you, there is definitely something that is pulling him towards you. Are you understanding me? If it's not for it, also you want to settle with it, there's certainly something. So in whichever way you look at it, there is always some kind of a like or a drive that pull the person towards you or you getting attracted to the person because before you can also say yes there was definitely some kind of liking you also have for the person before you can say yes even if you have your own mind towards the person maybe because of something you find about the person that is attractive or anything whichever way you look at it there is definitely something that pushes you to it which is not about hatred are you getting my point? You, you, there is no way you hate yourself from the beginning. There is certainly something that brings you together. It might, more, it might be natural, it might be unnatural, it might be whatever, but there is something that brings you together. Now, after some time when you have nurtured that relationship, where you've gone to a point, you realize that as, as you are going on, the whole thing naturally starts to wear off. And I gave you an example of a house. When you don't consistently maintain that house, the paint begins to wear off. So in the same way as you got attracted, as time goes on, if you don't do anything to revive that relationship, you realize that the zeal, the tempo, the love, the enthusiasm begins to go down. You don't even feel like calling each other again. You don't feel like checking or sending text messages. Um, first, you go to work and your mind is preoccupied with the person every 
hour or every second. You can call to check, um, what are you doing? Have you eaten? Where are you going? Who is there? That kind of thing. You realize that all of a sudden you don't even feel like doing it again. Um, one course he said, I have not heard from you all this. So I said, Oh, I'm busy. I've been working and working and working. All of a sudden work begins to take over your thoughts concerning the love and the passion that you were having. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? And over, over time, if you don't do anything about that thing, which is the burning, uh, Bible calls it your first love. Even coming to know the Lord, you realize when you come to accept Jesus as your Lord, the person has even first, anybody you meet, you want to preach to the person. How many of you have had an experience? You, you, if you don't preach to the person, you are not happy. From church, you say, Charlie, you are so zealous. You want to tell everybody that you give yourself some time. The whole thing begins to go down. If you don't do anything to revive it, you rather now even open your mouth to tell somebody Jesus love you is a difficult thing. <laughs> Amen. The same thing with the first love. Okay, your first love is very, very important. So when the first love is there, the first love of everybody is what pushes you into any relationship you have. That first love is a seed. Say a seed. Say a seed. When you don't water it and you don't work at it, it would definitely that fire will go down. You know, if you if you put firewoods together and you set a fire and you don't stay constantly by the firewood to poke the fire, it gets to a time the fire will go down. And every love fire goes down. Tell somebody every last fire goes down. So to keep your love to stay on or enjoyable, you need to understand that the f- zeal. The love for which you entered into the relationship at the first time will definitely go down. Some own go down over the years when children begin to come in. Some own go down over some time when they are boyfriend, girlfriends for some time, about a month or two or whatever. Everybody now begins to settle. And especially others also go down when they even have opportunity to start sleeping with one another. Are you getting my like, ah, what, what at all am I looking for? The thing that I'm looking for, Craft tested it. And who betides you, he enters into the gates and exits at the other end. And he realizes that after all, the road to Jerusalem is not a problem as he thought at all. Then he will begin now looking for another substitute somewhere. So his own mind and understanding of dealing with issues begins to change. So the whole thing begins to dive. Say it dives. So as it begins to plateau, if you don't do anything about it before you know the whole thing dies. Now they mention the person's name and nothing happens to you. You, you don't even feel like calling the person again. The person doesn't feel like calling you. You meet yourself, it's natural. And married couples can be in marriage where they don't even feel attracted to each other. In fact, the man can touch the woman and the woman thinks like he's some people. The woman can touch the man and over a period of time, they don't take care. The two of them can be in the marriage, but they are like brother and sister. In fact, the man can stand there naked. The woman can stand there naked. They don't even feel anything for each other. They will just go to work and come and say, hi, how are you? And all those things. They ask for food, they will eat, they will play and everything, but they will go and sleep together. In fact, their body will touch each other and they don't even know that their body is touching each other. Then if you don't take time, they begin to have attractions outside. Are you following my point? They begin to have attractions outside. That is where their love begins to move towards. So if you don't take time, you would enter into certain things that you are not ready for. So there is a need that whenever you begin seeing those things, there is what you call starting over. Say starting over. Say starting over. It simply means that you now have to go back to your first love. 
what made you to begin to love each other there were certain things you saw that actually motivated or attracted you to use begin to work on it we call it repoking the fire are you understanding me you go back to reactivate the fire again refuel the fire re-put in firewood those things you can do it by maybe if those days when you got together there are certain places you go to that excites you you can decide to have a visit to such places you can either go and walk by the beach or by the seashore or go and sit at a place look, look at birds flying i mean begin to visit memories of the past when you met yourselves what made you so that is where the question is asked. so how did you propose to me what made you propose to me what once you begin to talk about those things it it brings back memories of the first time are you understanding me it brings up memories of the first that is why honeymoon is not just after wedding you have you have to have several honeymoons when i say several honeymoons it's not just checking into a hotel or whatever but in your own house or wherever you are if you're married couple, you have several honeymoons the several honeymoons are sometimes going in for your wedding album and you open it you sit together and watch it it reminds you hey where is this man cry hey it's a long time oh and are you getting my point hey, so uh, this person was at the wedding and that kind of thing see pictures serves as memories to to activate certain fond memories there are certain pictures you took together maybe when you were courting and you look at yourself now and those days and the way your hairstyle was and uh, you laugh over it and all those things i mean it, it it triggers some kind of love are you getting what i'm saying if you are courting and you are not married yet and you are setting pictures, you watch them, or there are places you go to, you visit there again, it brings back memories. It reactivates and reenacts your relationship. If you are married couples, and for a long time, you realize you are not touching each other and all those things, you begin touching each other, I mean, giving a peg to the person and saying, uh, I mean, the kind of naughty things you used to do that was making the marriage work you begin to play that games again and as you do it oh i don't like that i don't like that but i don't like that before you know <laughs> amen so you bring back the fun if you don't bring that the fun it doesn't work automatically it doesn't come by fasting and prayer it doesn't come by whatever it comes by re one of you in the relationship have to become a bit naughty again to bring back the naughty times are, are you there what i'm saying because you see that love in you is not dead it's not dead it's it's, it's there it simply has gone to sleep okay it simply has gone to sleep and when something gets to sleep you need to awaken it you are awaken the love you are awaken it so you you need to know that starting all over is very very important because it reawakens your life and for every relationship if you don't work with that rule of reawakening no matter how long you stay in the relationship the relationship will get to a point it will be so boring that you don't even enjoy it again it's just like christianity like i started if you don't reawaken your first love if you don't get certain things to do to always make you get excited in church a time comes even going to church becomes a problem how many of you understood what i'm talking about even reading the bible is like a border worshiping becomes a border it's like you of up you know that sundays will not miss you but now you can sleep and you don't even come to church on sunday and you don't even feel anything again it's because that love has settled 
And if you don't do anything like joining a department, um, giving yourself an assignment and say, I want to finish reading the Bible at this time, my, this time, maybe January, I want to read the whole of book of Matthew. I want to read the book of this. I mean, you doing something to, to activate you, you would definitely fall. You, there will be nothing that can, can stir you up. Are, are you there with me? So it's, it's like that. It's just like, it's a discipline. It's just like you want to train. You want to say, oh no, I want to bend down fast. I want to look young. And then you start a little. The time comes, you feel like you're not doing it again. <laughs> Amen. So if you don't put certain things there to serve as motivation for you, there is nothing that can move you to do it. The same thing with love. Ladies and gentlemen, it is natural. It's natural. There are some of you now who are married and you know what, you understand what I'm talking about. There are some who are not yet married, you are in a relationship, but the relationship has dragged. And now you realize that the whole thing, it's just like you are chewing gum. The, the sweetness leaves the gum and now the gum becomes, at a certain point, the gum becomes a nuisance in your mouth. That is how it is. So starting over is very, very important. The next thing you should be able to keep your marriage healthy or, or, or enhance to strengthen your relationship is to schedule time. Schedule time. Schedule time. Schedule time. And this talks about spending quality time together. Spending quality time together. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 277-250-420 or plus 233-249-39-3361 Email us revismila at gmail.com Visit our website icgcislegon.com Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. And this time that you are talking about spending quality time together can be you having time with your friends. You having time with your friends. Sometimes your friends, when your friends come around or you go out to friends and all this, it reminds you of certain things. Are you there with me? It reminds you of, it's a side to you. There are people, they don't even have friends. <laughs> Amen. They don't have friends, but it's important. So, so spending quiet time with your friends, going out for dining in terms of going to eat out at the restaurant, be a lunch, a breakfast or a dinner, candle night dinner. Or whatever it is, it's very, very important. You can save towards that. Attending a sporting event, you can decide to go to the stadium or go and watch Mayu and Chelsea or Asna or whoever it is in a maybe a place where they are playing it. I mean, something, or you can even go to the theater to go and watch a movie together and buy some popcorn and sit together whilst you are eating your popcorn, the lights are dead dimmed. You are enjoying yourself in the dark. You are watching the film. You are laughing and you are, as you, your body keeps together, there is some chemistry that begins to, are you understanding my point? Exchange of power. Amen. It, it's important. You decide to put your hand in, and the popcorn, you don't buy two, you buy one. So you can all, 
you dip your hands into it. It's part of the romance. It's very that is spending quality time together. Amen. So it's it's very important that you 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 go to the movie to watch the movie, like I'm saying. So these activities are there. You can decide to go to the beach or have a safari somewhere or whatever. It's it's important. So have that time, schedule it together. You might be busy, but Take time out of your busy schedule and do it. When you do that, one of the things in this part of our world, which is Africa, is that our love dies quickly because we don't have recreation activities around our relationship. Either it's from work to the house, from the house to work, from work to the house, from the house to work. So you realize that we don't have quality time around us. From Monday to Sunday, we don't have quality time. Even we come to church, after church, we go back we either go in for somebody's birthday, somebody's funeral, somebody's whatever. If it's a Saturday, if it's not funeral, it's a naming, it's an adoring, it's an engagement, it's whatever it is. So we don't have time for ourselves. We come and sit down and then we eat. We eat late and then once we sit down, we start dozing off. Everybody goes to sleep. We wake up early in the morning. By the time the woman is getting there, the man is already ready and he's going by the time the man is coming back the woman is not yet back i mean that kind of so you know there is no quality time whatsoever the children doesn't even have time with their parents and all of you don't even have time the only thing is maybe either talk on the phone or send messages or whatsapp and all those things there is no quality time but you need to deliberately create time around your relationship if you want your relationships to be healthy and to be enjoyable. Within your busy schedules, schedule a time. Schedule a time where you can go out together, go and eat in some restaurants, look out for the latest restaurant in town, wherever it is, just go there. Even it is not about the food alone, but just seeing the ambience is very, very important. Amen. If you have the opportunity and God blesses you and you can travel together, you do it also. Because those things also afford memories. You see, the reason why people can, it becomes difficult for, there are some people, it's very easy for them to divorce because there is no reference point. There are others, it's very difficult to divorce because there's, I mean, memories that you have enjoyed together, it, you'll be too foolish enough to say you are living it. Because anytime you say you are living it, the thing comes staring at you. The kind of love you enjoy when you were eating the chocolate together and when you were playing alone, maybe on some street or you were at the cinema, you know, that thing will keep on reminding you. Are, are you understanding what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But if there is nothing like you have done to bind you together, I mean, working out is easy. After all, what do I remember? I don't remember anything. You have not even bought me a coconut before. How can I even remember? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so you need to have a scattered time together. Don't, don't be too busy. It's very, very important for you to find time so that you can deal with your relationship. It's really time. With all my busy schedules, with all my whatever it is, I still make time. It's very, very important. You have to make time. Sometimes you can stay late to make time for your love. And then you can go to bed and wake up early still to still meet your deadline. It's very, very important. Don't let work take the better part of you because so much work brings strain on the relationship and even in families. If you happen to have children also, make time for them. Once a while, take them out to the park. Let them go and play. Once they are playing, you and your husband too are also there. You, also, you can take them out for swimming. 
It's very, very important. Go and have some swimming together. And now it's not expensive. I mean, there are a lot of swimming pools around where children also, there are children playgrounds. Go there with them and let them buy even just A and C. I mean, you can get those fun and all those things. These little things, we think it's expensive, but they are not. Believe you me, they are not. They, they help your relationship more better than you can think of. Relationship is not expensive, but you can make it expensive if you want. But it's very cheap. If you can work on it, there are places you can go. In fact, even going and walking through the mall, okay, it's, it's, it's it. It can bring some change or spice on your relationship. Just saying, now look, let's go to the mall. You went and walked through the mall. After walking through the mall, you just buy yourself some ice cream or buy yourself some yogurt or buy yourself some chocolate or sit in the mall restaurant somewhere. Eat, see how people are moving about and all this. You see something you laugh about definitely. It's very, very important. Amen. Like thousand and one laughter or two thousand and whatever laughter and all that. You buy a ticket and go and see the Uncle Ebo show. You buy a ticket and go and see there and also listen. It's a her lifetime. You go there and go and listen to some her life or some gospel show, whatever. You go and sit there. Just listen. Or you go to a place, a poolside where they are playing some jazz. You can go and sit there and listen to the jazz alone and reflect. Don't be too a cake. Amen. Am I, am I talking to somebody? You, you, you take away stress and boredom. So take note of it. You, in the confines of your home, even you can make time. You can sit together and watch a TV movie. And now there are a lot of decoders you can get. Or even your television. If you happen to, God has been able to bless you to buy um, what the free to air types or you buy the smart one or whatever it is. Of course, that alone gives you avenues to YouTube. You can li- watch so many other movies and all those things from, I mean, um, soap operas to action movies to anything of Nollywood and Hollywood and whatever it is. Watch them. I mean, watching movie does not make you a sinner. <laughs> Amen. Like some people, they think if I watch a movie, I'm a sinner. Watching movie does not make you a sinner. Sin is a nature. Are you there with me? Sin is a nature. And Bible says that in fact, one of the things you have to understand is that when you get born again, Bible says nobody judges you, but your conscience judges you. He said anything you do that your conscience will judge you is sin. <laughs> so you just have to get the understanding. Do you know if you overeat and you can't breathe is sin? Do you know it's as it's as it's, it's a serious sin as the sin of prostitution and fornication? Yes. You eat and you can't breathe and you want to vomit out and bring it. Yes, that is how that's how the Bible even views it. <laughs> so it's very important to understand certain things. No, you, you eat and you carry the food and throw it into the dustbin. When somebody will be looking for it and doesn't have to eat. But this thing about serving God is not as cheap as we think. <laughs> that is why he says that all of us are righteousness like a filthy rag. If it is not by the grace and the message of God, we can't measure up to the standard of God. That is why he says that it is by grace are we saved, not of works, lest anyone should do what? Boost. So, you need to sit down, watch movie together. You can watch you can you can laugh about it 
and, and move on with your life. Relax. I was chatting with my children today, my one of the staff. We were just standing there. Most times that's what I do. I'll sit in the office for some time. You meet a lot of people, you do all those things. My mind begins to and then I'll get up from my decks and walk around and start chatting with them just to release tension. And I told them something. I said, if you want to mentor people, that's what you do. And I, I always and sometimes I drop it casually and I move on. And I was telling them that life is more serious than you need to approach it with seriousness. They didn't he didn't get what I'm trying to say. Then I said, Listen, if you if you approach life with seriousness, you break down easily. You have you in life for you to enjoy life, don't take life serious. Can I say it again? <laughs> for you to enjoy life, don't take life serious. Because life itself has an element of stress. If you take it serious, you stress. That is what the Bible says in Matthew. He said, Do not think of what to eat. For tomorrow shall take care of its own self. He said, which of you, when you worry, can count the string of his hair? In other words, what the Bible simply is saying is that don't take life serious. Just be normal with life and everything will fall in place. Simple. That is when he asked you, he steady and he finished. He said, I feel like shouting. And he's shouting. Sometimes I can walk around and say, I feel like shouting. I say, yeah! Should always, you always have to find a boy in the man. Amen. I have, I have the boy in me. It's very important. I'll be on the treadmill exercising. And when you come and meet me, like a young boy who has just started life. I don't make myself old. I make myself young. If I tell you I'm 25 years, you believe me. Even younger than that. Or you don't agree with me. But come March 25th, um, I'll be 46 years. And you never believe me. Let's stand on the track now and I will show you that I can run faster than you. <laughs> and then you see a young, a young guy and that young guy rather is growing old. <laughs> because you are taking life serious. Amen. Just take life easy. I, I was telling someone I went to game and went and looked at table tennis, board, pool and all those things. I said I'm going to buy them and bring it to the house and I invite people to come for us to play table tennis. Because I was a table tennis player, I was a BB player, I was a footballer and all that. So I'll just do it, get a BB, basketball, court, somewhere. I'm working on all of that. Just have fun. That's how we take life easy. You have married couples, their life is so, relationship, the thing is so, where are we going? We are going in this. We are, like a zombie. <laughs> Amen. That's how we have fun. The next thing is the power of touch. Point number three, the power of touch. Even your clothing, select your clothing to look slick and young. It's important. The power of touch. It's very, very important to know that when even doctors have proven that when a child is sick, okay, just a touch can even bring healing to the child. So what does it mean? It means that human beings need love to be paid attention to. Hugging someone, holding someone's hand, embracing someone, giving the person, um, what do you call it? 
a peg or whatever goes a long way to take away the boredom and the stress in marriage. In relationship, it becomes dangerous if you start introducing kissing and hugging and fondling. Because when you begin entering into that area, you are just activating some powers that be. <laughs> Amen. But in the marriage relationship, it is very, very important if you want your marriage to really become um, tension-free, you need to work on that area. Amen. Where you can play with your mate's hair, rubbing your hand through it, a soft kiss on the neck, a soft pat on the leg, or giving a gentle back rub um, will make a huge difference. Sometimes you decide to even say you want to massage the person. They are all part of it. I'm saying in the marriage. (laughs) Amen. So, (laughs) so it's important to know that in the marriage, when you do those things, marriage couple, it goes a long way to help stress out the marriage. You, the man comes and you decide to massage the man, put his legs in water, trying to ease him off with his stress and stroke him at the back or held his back and like you are trying to cuddle him and all those things. Once you are finished, food is ready, other things. I mean, all those things are there. It, it relaxes you. The man does it for the woman and all that. One of the things that happens in African, typical African women is that, I mean, I don't have time for that too. They think doing that is a weakness. But it's not a weakness. It helps the marriage. Where you take the leg and all those is try to massage. And, Michael, have you done that? <laughs> Isaac, I'll check from your wife because sometimes you can be too spiritual. <laughs> oh, he said that the boy still is there. <laughs> so it's important you, you need to do that. When you are caught in, um, you cannot introduce pegging and kissing and all that. That is if you really want to to keep yourself. Because your intensity and desire for each other when you have not had sex is high. That is why we normally advise that when you are not ready yet set to marry, don't court. It is not that we don't, don't like you to court, but the issue is that there is no way you can stand before me and tell me that when you are not ready and you've, you can court for a year or even at most six months without touching each other. And I'll be honest with you. you I don't need to enter into the prophetic to know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so in my counseling room, when I'm going to counsel couples, when you come, I tell you, I, I don't want to ask you whether you've done it. <laughs> but one thing I want to tell you, that now that you have started counseling, it means that you are ready to marry. So can you stay off? At least be holy for the short time. I will take you through a counseling session of... One month, two months. After that, you go and marry so that you can at least um, know that you stayed off. So on your wedding day, you are opening a new chapter. (laughs) 
Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Awudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you, I know.